0: the Yeshai Fleischer Show. Shalom and welcome. Broadcasting live from Judea to the world. You're part of it wherever you are. And welcome to Rav Mike Foyer, who joins us here today. Rav Mike, shalom and welcome.
1: Shalom, Ishai, It's good to see you.
0: I know it's late night for you, and it's actually kind of late night for me. I'm still tired from Chayisara, the big weekend that we just had. I could
1: not imagine.
0: <laughs> you know, my good, my good friend, our good friend, Jack... Uh, was amongst the 30,000 guests that were there. And (laughs) just some people were just, including Jack, were just like, OMG. This is like a full-on, like, uh, a Burning Man festival coupled with Shabbos, coupled with, like, uh, a city with with meager infrastructure, coupled with, like...
1: That's being kind.
0: (laughs) Right? (laughs) It was just like tense, and but we did have great weather this year. We've had many years where it's like a muddy, where it's a real Woodstock thing, where it's muddy and cold. Let's just but, clarify
1: for the audience, that was tense, T-E-N-T.
0: That's right. We, not, we had tense. Not that's T-N-S-E, right.
1: T-E-N-S-E, which it can also be, which thank God I yeah. don't think it was.
0: It, we had some tension. We had some tension, but really, uh, really not so much. Uh, we actually had a great time in Chevron, And again, there was, was a lot of guests. We're coming back out of that. Uh, and I want to thank you so much, for, Mike, for being with me today. Uh, we're going to talk about today the Torah portion of Toldot, which I have to admit was not always one of my favorite Torah portions. It was just it wasn't my favorite, but you it has grown. But it has <laughs> but grown me very much. It's grown on me very, very much. And I've actually uh, I've actually been th- I've truthfully. I've been thinking about it all week. I've been thinking about it all week, about Toldos and what could mean. You mean and the e- rest of
1: Ham Yisrael, right?
0: Y- yeah. And even today, I got turned on by Noam, Dr. Noam Arnon, who's, who's my colleague and one of my mentors. And I got turned on to listening to Rav Amnon Bazak. And uh-huh. I looked him up on YouTube, and I found Rav Amnon Bazak together with Rav Meidan, Rabbi Meidan, wow. talking about the Torah portion. Yeah, they were, like, discussing it. It was really, really fun. And, and it let me into some stuff that I that I didn't know. And we'll get to it in a second. Oh, I'm excited to uh, hear. Yeah, I, I, I was surprised, very surprised. And we have with us uh, Lou, uh, who's uh, the, one of the producers for our live shows. And Lou says, uh, Shalom, Yisha and Mike, looking and sounding good. Regards from Joe. It's a little joke of ours because one time I got confused between Lou and Joe. It might like some kind of visual thing. But also Linda says, Shalom from New York. Let's 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 bring it up on the screen. Linda says shalom from New York, and Stephen, my good friend, says shalom, rabbis, and Tasha says shalom from Rock Falls, Illinois, and Ray says hey guys, uh, and uh, Sonia says shalom from Florida, and and the reason we're getting so many New York folks is because this is the good time because we're recording late tonight. This is a good time for uh, for the oh, East Coast of the, the United Coast, States right now. Sure. Yeah. So that's really fun. That's really fun. It's really fun to be with all of you guys. God bless you. And there's more on the way. Uh, so 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 let's get to Toldos. Toldos has an interesting dichotomy. The interesting dichotomy is between hyper-spiritual and hyper-physical, hyper-spiritual and hyper-physical, like very spiritual. We're dealing with 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 a we're dealing first with the couple that is Rivka, Rebecca, and Yitzhak Isaac. And these guys are barren. This couple is barren. Uh these guys, these, these founders, uh, these great these great men and women are, are barren. Our holy,
1: our holy ancestors.
0: That's right, our holy ancestors. I, I would love I would love to to meet Yitzhak, you know? I would just love to just wow. I'd made, made this room. Right, right, right. That's right. No, but wouldn't you, wouldn't you wouldn't you wouldn't you just wouldn't you wouldn't you just what what a gift it would be to to see them to meet them. Yeah,
1: you just wonder. You wonder. I mean, I mean like yeah. on one hand, the, the the profundity of his impact, and on the other hand, I suspect the very sort of like simple reality of his humanity. Although maybe not so much with Dietzka as as with other of our holy ancestors, since he was really the one who 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 sort of stood to the side of a lot of the gritty realities of uh, of human existence.
0: But we'll get so to that, I'm sure. So yeah. So so one thing it says it says that 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 Isaac prayed for his wife or in the presence of his wife uh, for a child. <laughs> and, <laughs> right. So 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 the measure says that they like stood in opposite corners. In this
1: uh, corner, Rivka, batlava, ba, In
0: that. <laughs> but they were they, they were they were in I would call it harmonic resonance. They were in resonance. They were just they had such a, a like a. You ever you ever about, do those experiments I, when you? When you when you when you hit one of the forks and the other fork goes off you know and it's the same uh...
1: the concept of sympathetic vibration I think is a very important one uh, spiritually and I can say also as an educator and a counselor you know when you're able to evoke in another person what it is you're experiencing within yourself and that's one of those important tools of education that that you can really uh, you can really access so yes. I know exactly what you're speaking about, both in the literal and in the metaphorical sense.
0: So so but this is the first time somebody prays for a child. Other people asked if they would have a child. They spoke to God about it, but praying for and therefore and then being heard. That that that's right in the first few sentences of the Torah portion. And right from the get-go, you get a sense like, wow, these people are they are plugged in. This is these are very, very spiritual people. Their their physical reality is um is is affected affected by uh, their their ability to commune with God? Like that's part of the thing. And later we'll also see that when it's blessing time, you know, Isaac's, Isaac's blessings are very powerful. They affect reality as is. Uh, so it's a person that fuses spirituality and physicality. A lot of us, you know, go to synagogue and we do our thing, uh, and then we come out and we do our the real world thing. And these are these are bifurcated things. they're they're not they're not the, they're not one. But here, right from the get-go, you get a sense that yitzhak is is very, very spiritual, spiritually connected. On the other hand, on the other hand, uh, when it comes time to pick who's the favorite of the parents for Yitzhak, who's who I just described as being very spiritual, he finds solace and favoritism uh, in uh, in Esau or Esav. Who has a hunt in his mouth? So Rav Bazak, interestingly enough, uh, together with Rav Maidan, explained that in their, their a theory anyway that this house was lacking in food, that there was a there was a there was a shortage in this house. They were kicked out from uh, from Grar and and there was a famine in the land. There was a shortage until Esav came on the scene, and Esav, this strong man, this hunter, this hunter gatherer. Uh, was able to bring food to food the household. The table. Yeah, he put the food on the table.
1: Well, listen, I, I mean, you started off with a dichotomy that that I actually don't accept. And and thank God you brought it back together here, which is that you, you said you felt like there was a dichotomy between the spiritual and the physical. There's these sort of like two tracks. But as you just pointed out in all the examples, it's a false dichotomy. And And, and the essence of the Torah actually is to teach us that the, 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 the physical is a manifestation of the spiritual. That, that, and, 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 and the spiritual cannot come into the world without a physical vehicle for its expression. So when, when, when Yitzchak and Rivka are praying, sort of like, you know, really sort of one across from the other, what they're attempting to do is to change the world in which we actually live. In the same way, you know, Yitzhak is often presented as this very sort of lofty spiritual character, and you pointed to Aesov as these evidence that maybe he's a little bit more grounded. But let's remember, most of the parsha, he's digging wells. He's right. you know, he's planting fields where they get a hundredfold what he estimated it would be. I mean, he's quite focused on making the physical world bloom. He might right. have even been a
0: Zionist. Right. Well, he's 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 a. Uh... Uh, he's a Zionist because we, we see that in this very Torah portion, he's kind of not not given the freedom to leave the land of Israel. It's not that he's in jail, but it's like look Hidalekah as Rashi says. Right. It's 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 it's, it's, it's no, beneath it's you. It. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. beneath so you, it's you to leave not, the land of Israel. It's not so fit. Right. And 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 then I heard uh, Rabbi Echelon point out that like he gets prophecy when he comes back even from Grar, which is the land of Israel, which is like Gaza, but he doesn't get prophecy, prophecy until he comes back to Be'er Sheva. Oh, you're you're in the real s essential holy land. Boom, God speaks to you. So he's he's very connected. And and Rivka too, a great line about Rivka is it says that Rebecca, when she does finally after twenty years of marriage, uh, get pregnant, then uh, she she senses that there are twins in her womb and they are fighting and she goes to Lidrosh et Hashem to to ask of God or to demand of God and but this is this is a great you know a, a, this, this is a great prophetic lit woman and she goes to ask like hey God what is this thing like I want to know and it's like Lidrosh et Hashem has a has a has a ring to it which is like I demand to know, like, what's going on here?
1: Yeah, 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 is a strong word,
0: right? And and some of the rabbis say that she went to some of the prophets, like Shem, uh, that were around at the time. I prefer to say, no, she went on a walk straight to God, yeah. She went, yeah, she and she went to a a place or something like that and was like, okay, I'm you know, talk to me, you know, what's what's going on here? And, And indeed, God does talk to her and give her a prophecy. And and God says to her, Vayom "La." He Hashem tells her, she, which is we, we didn't see that it's in Sarah's with Sarah. We we didn't see a woman demanding of God and God talking to her straight here. Rivka,
1: I mean, God telling Avram to listen to his wife, but yeah, we didn't. Right?
0: Yeah, it. there, there's it's it there's a level there, but this is a different level. And yeah, the level right. is, "Vayomer Hashem la." Hashem said to her, shnei goyim bevitnech." There are two nations in your in your stomach in your womb. Ushne le umim. That was two, two
1: peoples, two, two
0: peoples, peoples in your womb, and Good. two
1: nations. paredu.
0: Right, we'll we'll separate out from your innards. Interesting, from yeah. your innards, it could have just said, Hipa-re-do. Uh, but but they're coming from you, very much as yeah, coming I think from that, within that, you. The
1: emphasis there is, in, you're entirely correct: is that for all of the conflict that we have, Adiyomaze with Aesop, we should never forget that we're twins. right. We came, right. We came from the same source. And 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 that's both the deep challenge we face, and it's also the tikkun that ultimately we are capable of making,
0: right? And 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 uh, Rabbi Etchelon pointed out, it's like these two will be engaged in, ah, in I mean, the life understand. of one another, right? They will be in they they, they, they may chafe and and have issues. And, There's friction yeah. and separate, and yet and yet they will they will be engaged with one another. Let's finish that off that prophecy om How do you like to translate that?
1: Oh wow, that's a really tough. Um, one, I would say to say one, uh, one nation or one kingdom will be stronger than the other. Mm-hmm. Rashi says but it's, it's mid. The problem there is the mid. Ule mil om Question is, right. is it simply one will be stronger than the other? Or right. one will draw its strength from the downfall of the other,
0: right? So, so very, very famous uh, Rashi. <inaudible> they won't be equal in in greatness. <inaudible> when one goes up, the other one goes down, and that's why
1: the mid la Right. He, 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 the omets will come from not you know not. It's not going to be m- more stronger. It's going to be strong from right.
0: Right. Right. The the strength will will, will you. you you, you'll you'll nurture it from the other you'll 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 kind of it's like it's like drafting a nascar you know you're driving right behind the guy and you're getting his speed and boom you're gonna you're gonna fly for a nascar
1: for it. reference that's got to
0: yeah nascar right. let's go brandon you know what i'm saying anyway um <laughs> and let me just finish that famous rashi uh that he says <inaudible> uh, well let me just <inaudible> right. Right. right once once ha <inaudible> <said, inaudible> <inaudible> meaning to say this is about a tire, about sore. Right.
1: In, God says, in, I, will,
0: I will fill out its waste, its, right. uh, its, its destruction. That the tire did not become strong, did not get filled out other than the destruction of, of Jerusalem. And, and, and we actually have a, a, an amazing uh, case of that, which is the, the, the incredible uh, 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 story
1: the of the Colosseum at Rome.
0: The Colosseum versus the Temple. It's exactly what I was going to get to. I you know, the Colosseum. The Coliseum was built from the monies taken from Jerusalem. So, and in both of them, do they have and animal sacrifice? Slaves. Right. It, right. That's right. So it's like well, no, careful. Like, in the Colosseum, they had human
1: sacrifice,
0: and and animals also. You but, know. But, okay, I, it, I know,
1: but but right. it's important to make that distinction as well.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um yavod Yaavod Sa'ir.
1: And this is the critical piece, mm-hmm. right? The, and, and, and this also, by the way, can be read in a couple of ways, but usually we say that the, the elder will serve the younger. Right. And if you want to talk about the, uh, you know, you, you love this phrase, narrative warfare, and I have certainly adopted it from you, and I think it's not just a good phrase, but uh, a, um, a frame for understanding our reality. But yep. before I heard you say it, for a long time when I was teaching the the history of the Second Temple period, it speak about the birth of Christianity and what I call the hermeneutic battle. Right. right. The, this battle of who gets to interpret the story of the past in a way in which justifies the present that will get us to the future we want. So, who's the elder brother? Yaakov or Asa? Well, it depends on whether you're reading the story here or you Think they represent other people later in history? It's a, it's not simple between us and, and Christianity in particular. This phrase, these three words, "Rav the Avod Zahir, have had perhaps more influence than any other three words in the Bible. Mm. In, in terms of the actual relationships, politically and socially, it's possible.
0: It's interesting you say that. Uh, I uh, I had a a, a very serious. A uh, potential donor tourist in, in, in Hebron and Hebron. And, and I, uh, at the end of the tour, so he's talking to me about like what it's all about. And, and I said to him, let me just tell you what it's really, really all about. Really what it's the fights all about is who's the chosen son of Abraham. Who's the chosen son of Abraham. And it, that's in Hebron and in Jerusalem, it's who's God's beloved. That's really the, the battle. That's really what's happening, and he was like, he had such an aha moment. I'm like, that's mm. what the fight's about. It's not about rights, and it's not about you know control of this parcel of land or that. It's about if you control this parcel of land, you are the beloved of Abraham, and 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 if you and if you control the temple mount, you are beloved of God. Which was... Yeah, therefore, be
1: careful that, not to mistake the symptoms for the cause.
0: Right, right. Uh, in any case, uh, and, uh, back to back to the the text uh, is that. Um, is that Rebecca demands to know, and she gets an answer. But the answer is, in some ways, it's also a riddle, right? It's a prophecy, but it's also a riddle. Sure. It, it sounds like it a Samson.
1: It, it can be read in multiple fashions. Right. Yeah.
0: Is that an interesting thing? You're like, you go to God and you say to him, all right, give me an answer, you know? And God's like,
1: oh, I'll give you my an answer.
0: Good luck. Yeah, my, my answer is a riddle. But I, I think that we that we in Jewish history know the answer, and we'll see that almost that very same answer in Isaac's blessing to asaph at the end, which is it, the answer is there's a there's a way, but it also depends, and it yeah. depends on on if if the Jewish people are doing their thing and they're following God, then the birthright of of what of of what God wants to achieve in this world will go to Jacob. But if Jacob is not behaving that way. And the world goes in its kind of uh, material and non godly way. Then, right? Then, then it's Asav who's on top, and it, it really depends. Like, and 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 here's and here's what I w- wanted to discuss with you. The Maharal from Prague has got a paradigm where he says, you know, being a Jew, a Jacob, a son of Jacob, it's like being an alien in this world, because he says this world is Asav's world. It's an asavian cosmos, universe. Okay that's what that's what life is we are an alien in this world bringing in an almost alien-like you know vision which which in in ways stands in contrast with this world that's like a that's like a paradigm which shocked me when i when i read it and I learned it um uh as as opposed to the messianic period where like actually that jacobian outlook will become the norm and it'll it'll flip it'll flip on you but like right now it's like it's like no you're you're actually an alien in this world and that's what sometimes Jews feel like a little bit sometimes when you're you're oh, like yeah. you're like you're like you know it's like it's like pariah it's like and you talk about it on your on your Jewish story podcast often which is like the Jews the is the pariah but on the other hand according to this prophecy there's a moment where where the Jewish way where the spiritual way where the godly channel through the Jewish people is the norm so which one is it and it really depends on how you understand this prophecy
1: yeah, also, by the way, I think that there's a shift, which is even more profound. It's not like like right now it's Aesop's world, and then basically it'll be Jacob's world, but in the same way. It's actually a new world. So I'm, I'm, I'm wary of this idea that, that we will become the norm, because I think it fits into a lot of the sort of um, false narratives that they're being thrown at us that were the jewish supremacist narrative right the classic right where, where, where yeah. jews are trying to rule the world think about that well, right, it, 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 right. It, it, i I, I wasn't
0: saying it it's not it's not jewish it's the ch- that's i tried to say the word the the channel
1: no but but even but even the it's jewish almost nations. like it's
0: almost like it's here here's here's my parable you've got a cable system right you got c- uh-huh. you got cable at home right and it's got 100 it's got 200 channels 300 channels today right and like one channel, and it's all crap. It's all bad content for your mind and for your kids. But there is one channel. Let's call it the Discovery Channel, okay? Zion. And it's like, right, and it's like good for you. And it's good stuff with good content without garbage. And and it's the total minority. In, in the Messianic period, you'll be like, oh, my God, Discovery Channel is exactly what I want right now.
1: So my point is it's actually in the Messianic period there won't be a television anymore. Meaning, I mean, I, I'm pushing against this idea that what you're going to do basically is just create the new norm or or or, or, or shift the channel. That I that, that I think that that the shift is so profound in consciousness that we can't really appreciate. I gotta say that I delved into popular culture recently and went and saw the movie Dune. Yeah, how was that? It was fantastic. Dune, as, Dune as, is
0: making. Dune no. is, just to explain to everybody, Dune is an old movie, but it's 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 being brought back here well. to Israeli theaters. It's, it's an a old movie.
1: In in a total fail, it's what it is. It's a classic book. It's one of all time greatest science fiction novels ever written. Right, the original. The the, the other four or five that he wrote were okay, but the original. Wait, is, so is you, a saw, it, you
0: saw it in IMAX or 4DX? No, I just saw
1: it in a normal theater. We, we you know, whatever. It's a it's a whole story. I was hoping to see it in IMAX. Let it let it just leave. Let's leave it there. But the reason I mention it is because the the. the oh, I want to know:
0: was it fun or not?
1: it was fantastic um okay. I, I mean i like I, I have my you know sort of sort of artistic criticisms of the decisions that the director made but they were legit decisions you know okay, okay, um okay. not an easy not an easy I mean, the book is so thick and it's long and whatever i don't go there but but yeah. why do i raise it now um because it's a messianic story let's just get that clear mm-hmm. and um as as much as it's a story that glorifies um let's say a, a pseudo bedouin sort of like desert culture. The Messiah is a Jewish Messiah. Mm. It's a movie once again about a universe that's waiting for a Jewish Messiah.
0: Mm-hmm. Literally called, mm-hmm. I don't
1: know if you know this, called the Kvitzat Adderch. They say that, that, yeah. the, the Kvitzat Haderach.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Right? But, but it's Kvitzat Adderch, the, the one who shortens the way, which they will translate for you to help you out, to understand one who mm. shortens the way. Right, mm-hmm. but 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 why do I mention it? because there is an understanding that what and and I want not get into the whole narrative the whole world's always been worshiping these Jewish messiahs where they the, the Muslims, the Christians like it's, it's crazy, it's crazy. Like Jews, this like tiny minority, and and these major world religions just keep like hopping a Jewish messiah to like throw up, mm-hmm. there. but but not the Jews, no, 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 <laughs> right. So anyway, I, that was like my bone to pick with Frank Herbert, that with with the author of the book, not with the director. Very good.
0: But well, but so my point speaking is, of Trish what, yeah. Wait, hang on. Why Go am I bringing up? It's because
1: because it's it's a fundamental shift in consciousness. That's the idea. Right. What is it? You can't get there from here. You can't get there from here. It's not a changing of the channel. It's not a shifting of the norm. It's something that you cannot imagine. And what God has put us in the world to do is to link between the infinite and finite. And therefore, what it is, what we're striving for, we, by definition, we can't know, which is why it's taking so long to get there. But nonetheless, mm-hmm. I, I just hold out that this is not as much as like loom, you know, and it seems like these are two paradigms and it's for sure that, that there's part. of But I think that the, that the shift there is so profound that that it's beyond our imagination in the same way that someone at the height of the agricultural revolution could not imagine the world in which we live.
0: That's right. That's right, uh, speaking of that of the Jewish Messiah, there's this lady, uh, some nice lady named Tasha keeps on talking about uh, the the Christian uh, Messiah on on my comments here uh, and I I, I I don't really appreciate it so much. I really don't want it on my page. This is a Jewish Orthodox Jewish Torah based program and and, uh, and Facebook page and all the the stuff. And I, I find it to be uh, understandable that people want to share their religious beliefs. I also find it to be slightly annoying that there's like this great need to like stick in, you know, you know, your your thing. There's plenty of Christian pages. There's plenty of things like that. This That's is not... also
1: historically inelegant. Let's face it, folks. That we, we have a long, tough history with Christianity. Thank God, I feel like we're entering into a new chapter in that potentially. But um, so, some sense of propriety is yeah, and you
0: know, yeah, in order. The, yeah we didn't we didn't we didn't hold out for 2000 years from christianity in order to you know come back to our land and and give and see the the, the rebirth of our nation and 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 to live this 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 great miracle of god's original promises to his people uh, to to continually be, be be pushed and my good my good friends my good christian friends uh who of whom i have quite a few uh really uh give they don't, they don't do that. They don't proselytize. They they just they just they, they, they hold their beliefs, which I respect, but they see the light of Israel and they want a part of it.
1: But that's my point about the, the, the real new opportunity of relationship that comes with us being back in our land. Right. Is that one of the beauties of the path of the Torah is that we've never had a need that the world agree or be like us. We just have a need that people recognize one God. The path they take to get there that's between you
0: and God, and, and so I ask nicely, and and I also had to do it less. I know how to do it less nicely, but I ask nicely that this that this page not be taken over by that kind of proselytizing. Uh, it, it it is it is uh, inappropriate on my page, and, uh, and 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 I respect your faiths and your beliefs. But if you're coming to this page, it's in order to hear the Jewish perspective, uh, and. And and you are welcome to join or not join, but please do not proselytize uh, Christianity here. Again, I respect it, but it's just not what I'm here to teach. And and I'm not going to let my uh, my page and and my show be a platform uh, uh, for that. And and I have my friend uh, Mark Pickles, uh, who's not Jewish, uh, and and he's with us right now from England. And uh, and and he says, you know, he's writing exactly. Uh, he says uh, exactly that Yishai Natasha he's he's against that and 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 I'm telling you I have a lot of Christian and it's friends he's a person like, of I, real faith absolutely 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 uh, and how interesting is it that we are discussing this exactly as we're talking about the tension between Esav uh, and, and Yaakov. and and now now let's get there's some very very graphic and I don't mean graphic in some kind of violent way but very visceral very visual um uh, uh, stories, narratives in this week's Torah portion, which is told, to, which is the Book of Genesis, about chapter twenty-five. The soup, the red soup. Okay, the red soup uh, that was made. Now, according to, I noticed uh, you couldn't
1: avoid ordering at lunch.
0: That's right. We had you and I. Uh, we we were we at lunch, lunch yeah. with our friend Jack, and and I ordered the soup. It was it was you you saw you the connection immediately. Yeah. had to do it, yeah, to it, was to do it. Good. and it was good, and it was really good, and it was a great fish restaurant. By the way, we went to a great fish restaurant called Happy Fish uh in on mamilla strip and if you've got the I, time and the inclination that,
1: like calling a fish restaurant happy fish is kind of bothers me
0: what why is that
1: because none of those fish were happy they were all dead and served up my
0: breakfast. fish was <laughs> extremely happy it was it was thankful that i was eating maybe
1: it was shabbos maybe
0: <laughs> it was i told you it was like shabbos i told you at lunch I said to you, <laughs> you
1: try the, I, I, but, yeah.
0: in any case in any case um in any case uh, uh, another chidush that I heard from uh, rabbi at Shalom, he says that the birthright was not sold for the soup. He says, if you read carefully, the birthright was sold for a fair price. The soup being a kind of ceiling um, um, of the deal, the right. price, the deal. Right. but it was not that it was exchanged for soup. Uh, according to, to that, understanding. understand. But in any case, w- what any case is, comes uh, hunger plays a role in this week's Torah portion and asaf comes from the field and he's hungry uh, the word ayef means tired in modern Hebrew but according to uh to rabbi Shalom it means it means hungry in Torah language and he and he comes from the field and he's hungry and and look who's there exactly let after a long day uh, of being in the field who's exactly there at that very moment cooking up just exactly the kind of soup that like that just talk to the, the senses, the hungry
1: undergatherer wants right.,
0: uh, and it was exactly that. it was it was it was Jacob. He knew where to be. And this is the same man that we learned only earlier was this man who's simple or whole or pure or 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 naive. And yet he's not naive at all. He's exactly cooking up the soup exactly that moment. and and, um, and then we have this conversation where selfph basically says, you know what do I care? He says. Jacob says to him, "Sell me your birthright." And Asaph says, well, "What do I care about that? That's such an ephemeral concept.
1: we're yeah, right Zed- now." De-Horan. Yeah, no. In, in, in this, we see how Asaph is is an extreme expression of the material world. I mean, he's correct. Right now, like what, like what on earth, like what, why do I care about this potential of so, uh, I'm I'm hungry, I want. I want right now. Give me the gritty reality of your lentil soup. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and and that's why Rashi brings the midrash that says um actually it's not the I'm sorry, I I I apologize. This the uh the Torah itself passes judgment. It says the is of the Right. He, he, he disparaged this entire idea. That the relationship between them, that the potential for divine service, which is rooted in it, that the whole sort of family structure meaning, eh, those are abstractions.
0: Right. That's one, that's one way to say it. Another way, maybe a little bit more favorable towards Asav is to say, uh, and there's another explanation which I saw, which, which is, I live, a, I live a hunter-gatherer life. I live a dangerous life. I don't know if I'm going to be here tomorrow. Uh, I, I very well may be dead tomorrow, so this whole thing is moot. Uh, I, I, how do I know? You know, what I'm saying I, 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 it, the one way is to say it is the kind of Greek way, Roman way, which is carpe diem. Look, let's have fun now. I want that soup you know, now, and today. I want pleasure now. YOLO. Uh, YOLO. Right. You know, YOLO stands for. We're checking your your. I I know I know I know fear I know FOMO, fear missing out. YOLO. Remind me.
1: You only live once.
0: You only live once. You only live once. Right. So there's that's one. That's one. Like, and, and that one is, uh, you know, then we can pass judgment on that, which is like, uh, oh, my gosh. Like, this guy's all about the here and now. It's all about the yeah. pleasure. But another way to, to read that, which is less kind of harsh on, on Aesop is like, he's like, look, I'm a, I'm a, you know, I, I build skyscrapers, you know, and I'm, <laughs> I just may fall off. I, I may not. Be around tomorrow. So considerations of these things—that's that's for people like you, safe people. Okay, Jacob. For me, I don't know. And, and therefore, and therefore, I am I'm uh I live life on the edge. It's a different, it's a different thing. It's a, it's a different kind of attitude, right? I live life on the edge, and and I may not be here tomorrow. So, so why should I think about these these fancy concepts? I'm a here and now kind of guy. I'm I'm, I'm taking care of business. I bring back food to the house okay? You get to be thinking about priesthood and and, and chosen nation and all this kind of stuff, but I got to make things happen in the real world. That's really... Go ahead. Go ahead. It's an interesting
1: insight you're bringing, and I think it sheds light on really what to me is the most mysterious aspect of the Parsha, which is why um, Yitzchak leaned toward Esau rather than Yaakov. I mean, we have a tendency to paint Yitzchak as the sort of Ephemeral, ephemeral spiritual creature that I mean, it was the ola tamima, like the whole offering. He never left the land of Israel, etc. But but let's not forget his experience on the altar left him with one very clear takeaway, as it were, which is that life is fragile, mm-hmm. and that and that if you don't live, if you're not capable at willing and capable of doing what it takes to live, then the story doesn't go on, right? And, and, and my read of why he leaned toward Aesop is exactly what you were pointing out, which is that Aesop may not have appreciated the sort of depth and profundity of what was at stake. And that's, I think, what happened between he and Yaakov, but he knew how to make it happen right? and how, and how to make the story go forward. And I think that Yitzchak said, the push comes to shove, if he doesn't understand, his kids will understand, or his kids' kids' kids will understand. But if he doesn't have kids, right, we got nothing.
0: Yeah, he's gonna make it, this guy.
1: He's just He's gonna make it. He's gonna make right. it. Exactly. Right.
0: So, so I just I want to add in two more wrinkles. One is a wrinkle by Malka Fleischer. Malka I Fleischer. Think you gonna, I, so, I'm gonna tell you now, yeah. your young guy. Oh, don't young, talk about man. wrinkles. Yeah. Another and
1: wrinkle, not in yeah. the same Another sentence.
0: Another brilliant wisdom from Mark was better. that right is that is that Ace, uh, that Yitzhak Isaac grew up in the the shadow or emulating another older brother half brother which of, is of very
1: physical nature
0: right is which was Ishmael that's and good so, cop. right and she's like it's just like and she's like Asaf is much more like Ishmael a man of the field, a, a hunter, yeah, yeah. gatherer, a, a, and to, to him, he's like, oh wow, look, look, there's that kind of guy. See, there's that kind of guy. I'm that a I'm younger suffer.
1: brother. So you're an older brother. But you can't right. appreciate this. I'm a younger brother. I think that that's very profound. I very yeah, profound.
0: I was like, I, I now and now a different uh, take from Noam Arnon, who says that Isaac's vision was that really Yitzchak's vision was really like uh, Zvulun and Issachar. That he's got two sons. One is the guy who makes the millions, who's the survivor, who is the successful dude, and the other guy's the spiritual dude. They'll have a deal between one another. So he wants to bless the 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 you know the 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 entrepreneur that guy. He wants to bless him with success, and he thinks that way they'll rule the the world together through a kind of understanding. They won't be separated. They'll 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 have they'll they'll have a they'll have a uh, a deal a uh, 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 um, a working relationship an arrangement an arrangement that's which, a very interesting
1: which, which is a messianic vision I think it's also a very powerful presentation right. you know but like at the you know at the end of um well I mean it's from I'm, I'm forgetting where in the Nathimia is from but it becomes in our liturgy at the end of Pesuki de Zimra and so we say right right that 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 um that in the redeemers will sort of rise up in zion and judge asaph i don't see that as a destruction i see it as a as a reckoning of of powers of kohot right but am israel we've never been enough even just numerically much less in our sort of inclinations to shape the world physically that's not our that's, that's not our specialty despite the sort of startup nation image right it, it irks me that we're, we're supposed to be a spiritual startup nation. We're supposed to be a startup nation of consciousness of, of 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 the stories that drive the process, not the mechanics that give it form. But you know, when you don't it's know, it's interesting what to you do, say that you your are going to go somewhere.
0: I wish, I wish that you were uh, on a WhatsApp group that I'm on uh, with one of the one of the participants is is Yehuda Cohen, and him and I him and I clash on these things. That's I say, I say, I'm not sure what the Jewish. Um, what exactly we're supposed to bring to this world? I know that we're like a a, a voice, a consciousness, a, a Jiminy Cricket, if you will, you know, and and that we're a cha- and that we're a channel of godly thoughts. But By it's the way, not I don't always. about ex- to
1: say Jiminy Cricket anymore. I'm sure he's been.
0: Oh, his, is he is he a misogynist a or something? Problematic. I don't know. Oh, he's an Islamophobe. I I'm sorry. Anyway, It's a racist thing. I'm sure. <laughs> Jimmy cricket. He was a great guy. He was he was the conscience of the world. Was, great, uh, great cricket. Great cricket. Okay, great cricket. I'm a, I'm I was a fan. I, I was like I always liked Jimmy cricket. And then when I read that Hitler said that the Jews are the conscience of the world, I was like, yes, it's like well, a Jimmy I mean, cricket he thing. Was,
1: he was just paraphrasing Nietzsche, but
0: <laughs> that's <laughs> right, We all he do was. that. By the way, I, I just just I would love for you to do a show about Nietzsche and Nietzschean, like the, the line of Nietzschean thinking. I get quite annoyed when I get like meet Israelis who are like, yeah, Nietzsche and stuff like that. I'm just like, what are you thinking? That is just not our thing at all. But okay, I'd love I'd love to hear. You know,
1: there's the ishmashubaza, I mean you can find by the way, in, in in classic Zionism, there's a whole like the Toldot of 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 Nietzsche in there. He even pokes up in Rav Cook's thought with the the, the, of the Ra, as we say.
0: All that you'll have to do it on a different show um we have we have we have one more we have two more sections that we have to get through uh one of them is the section of uh the wells the wells ititzhak digs well, well, well. the wells what's that well 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 that's right he will he th- there are three wells uh and he digs these wells and um, the first two wells are are he, he digs up the wells that the Philistines stopped up. To me it, it, um, it says verse uh, chapter 26 verse uh, uh, 16 excuse me 15 it says aviv all the all the wells that the servants of his father in the days of his father Abraham uh, dug were stuffed up, were filled up by the Philistines. They, they 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 poured dirt into them. The Torah goes into this extra word. It could have just said that he filled them up, but they they poured dirt into them. It was uh, as though as though they as as though they were thinking like nobody should have this water. It's it's, it's some kind of. I sometimes see uh, Palestinian society today. Uh, and I think to myself, like this, the, what you're doing is like bad for you, and it's bad for me, and it's bad for our future generations. Uh, poisoning wells is actually very easy these days. Uh, they're always accusing Jews of poisoning wells, but the truth is, when you have unbridled trash, that water goes down to the aquifers, and and it becomes poisoned, and it's very very hard and to clean.
1: And it's everyone's problem. Right. And I think that that what you you're aware of, you're not making explicit to people listening is. The, one of the psukim that comes before it, which is line fourteen, this right. is the Right, is that it was it's the jealousy. It's this sense and, and because when you, like, like who stops up a well? Okay, Sarrashi so no. brings down. Maybe they were worried that like you know sort of like army legions would come and they were gonna. But that's not what the Torah says. Torah says. Why did they destroy these? Well, a well is the ultimate source of life in in the biblical pastoral society. And not only that, we see repeatedly, especially in the story of Yaakov, just that so we can speak about that in the coming weeks, that a well is also a in sort of an indiscriminate source of life. Like, like once a well exists, everybody can draw from it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But here they were willing to stop up the well and prevent themselves from benefiting. Just so long as as Yitzhak did not. Why? Because right. jealous.
0: And, and they were jealous. Interestingly, interestingly, uh, my mother pointed out to me that she read that uh, they explained why is it that that in Israel all the layers of archaeology are on top of one another, while while in other places it's not. It's once once a city gets sacked, destroyed, or left the next cities formed somewhere else why is it that here in israel it's layer after layer after layer and the answer is actually quite simple wells yeah where there's, there's a well water. is yeah. Have you ever read it, have you read the source have you uh, read the, no, the source no no i that tried that? no it was impossible for me to read it <laughs> i, just, I, I okay, couldn't get enough. through it okay, i was enough. i was just like should, should i try to read it it's like i god bless you Leon Uris, you know but i just I can't, I can't, I couldn't get through that stuff. Profound, I don't know what it was. And
1: this is a profound book in that respect because it takes you all the way back to the, if I'm not mistaken, like the Neolithic. And in the, in, the, in the sense that's why it's called The Source, you know, that, that in the end of the day, this is life itself. And this is one of the, I think, one of the most profound elements of the Parsha is that this whole struggle around the wells, which might seem like a little bit strange, it's like, oh my God, my God, my God. No, it's because in the end of the day what we're seeing here is that there are those who seek to increase life and those who seek right to limit it through their control. Yep. And or and, and, or,
0: or 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 there are those creative types who want to have, see things flourish and then there is uh, people who are uh, entropic. They 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 are a source of destruction yeah um and and that that is something that we see even to this very day, just to point out some comments very quickly uh speaking of happy fish, Lou Weiss loves happy fish, he says one of my favorite restaurants at the Mamilla hotel. I wasn't you criticizing.
1: Know, I just don't think the fish were
0: so happy uh they were happy and then he says where there's a well, there's a way oh that, that, uh, and, that, that. <laughs> that and uh my good friends the Lopez's say, I think the medra says that the wells are like three yeah uh, Ra- Dash, Ra- 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 three, Ra- three, three temples yeah yeah. That's right. And the third one will stand. And indeed, indeed, actually, I just realized this Shabbos, uh, the great, a uh, the, the few cities should be celebrated this Shabbos. One of them is Grar, Gaza. The other one is Beersheba, which gets its kind of name, but like with totality, with finality. Is the second um,
1: round of the naming?
0: Yeah. Right. Oh, but, but, you know, but, you know, I, it was, uh, I heard uh, Ravet Shalom explain that uh, this is just in parentheses. Okay, this is just between me and you here for a second. He explains. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. If you get it, get it. You don't. You don't. He says, he says that 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 Avraham uh, with the Philistines, he they asked him for a shvua, which is just an oath, but he gave them a brit, which is a covenant. And Yitzchak, they came to him asking for a covenant. He's like, no, and he only gave them a shvua. He's not. He fixed something that his dad kind of overdid. And, and uh, gave a covenant to the to the people of the land, so he he wasn't going to do it. Uh, but in any case, and so therefore, when Beersheva is given the name here, it says Adayo This one was the when when it took when it really took the name Beersheva. and the other one is the the city of Rechovot, which my yeah. sister lives in. Which my sister, God bless her soul, uh, Rachel Vinick Fleischer uh, lives in uh, uh, with her with her family and her th- her husband, three kids in Rehovot uh, at at the uh, famous uh, Weizmann uh science center and uh that was just me getting a little Jewish nachas I'm sorry uh, yeah, was so nice. <laughs> it's okay you know do you know about the lady who's sitting in the front row and uh at the um at the inauguration of the president of the United States and she's sitting there beaming and smiling and she turns to the guy next to her and she says you see that guy up there his brother is a doctor okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Jewish nachas, little Jewish nachas jokes. Uh, in any case, Verkhovah gets its name, and that 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 reflects the third temple. Uh, and and that's and that and that's the the life of uh, of of Yitzhak. He uh, he he's out there, as you said, being very physical. He's digging these wells. And then he finds he has that year a hundredfold, Masharim, uh, Masharim. what a great line. And that became later on the name of a neighborhood in Jerusalem which has actual gates. The word shar means right, like fold. Like a, yeah. Measure what great what a means it means, me- it means measure, that's, was that's a right. measure. So
1: like a hundred right. measures. So in, in right. property, which would be a hundredfold. But yeah.
0: Very good. And and here in Israel, if you say if you say what's the Shar uh what, what is it the, the Shah rate. Bear, like you know, exchange, exchange rate, rate. That's right. Tough. let's get to let's get to the last. one. I know you're tired. It's time for you to get some rest. Let's get to the last part of me too. Let's get to the last part of the of the Torah portion that we that we have to discuss, which is the the very um uh um challenging section about about uh getting the blessings from from Yitzchak. Yitzchak's eyes become dim. The rabbis say it was from the tears of the angels that came down. Uh, during the the Akedah, during the binding, they later on made him blind. Uh, it, it it that that as you said before, that scene of the akeda is is there at the end of his life as well. It was it was something that totally formed him. Uh, and he tells his brother, he tells his son, uh, Asav, go go get me some hunt so I could bless you. And Rivka overhears this and she says, "Okay, Yaakov, it's action time. I want Please you God. to go in, I want you to go into your father's tent." I want you to put on these. Uh, I, I want you. He says, um, he, he says, you know, I can't go to my father's tent and ask for that blessing. And he it's, says, I'm. Uh, it
1: does seem like a rather sketchy idea, doesn't it?
0: Right. Uh, and she says to him, uh, don't worry about it. Your curse is upon me. And she she also puts on him the the clothes of Aesav. And she also puts on him these uh, skins, these goat skins uh, on his neck. And on his hands, and he goes in to uh, to to receive that blessing. Rashi says that this happened on Passover, but Midrashim, Mother Midrashim say when she says, "Bring me two goats," it's reminiscent of Yom Kippur. Yeah, and sure. I like to think of it. I like to think of it as Yom Kippur that moment, which is like. Isa, I mean, it's,
1: it's it's definitely a sort of a goral, a, a sort of a decisive fate moment, right? Which right, uh, which and hangs- where's
0: and where's. Right, and where's asaph He's out in the hunt. He's like in Azazel. He's out there doing his thing. In the meantime, the Jewish people sneak in to get the blessing.
1: <laughs> you know, like, the, the, there's, a, there's a very sort of, uh, you can call it deep, or you can call it problematic layer in this, which is that w- what role does God want our agency to play in creation? Mm-hmm. I mean, in this, Yitzchak at this point um, sort of lacks agency. Almost, he's blind. It says it's right. He's he's got his mind is set. His mind is made up. He's a force of nature at this point. He's a channel for a divine blessing. Mm-hmm. Rivka, however, represents that side of their partnership which has still sees and 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 still is willing to say no, no, no. It's not like everything you know is is mukhtab, as our cousins would say. Everything's Sort of written and sealed. No, we we have an opportunity here. And she pushes Yaakov into that role, which you know we will play until this day, which is that part of what it means to be a Jew is to insist that what is does not define what will be. Sometimes it means, like you were saying earlier, we're the fly in the ointment, we're the counterculture, we're the, the piece that doesn't fit, etc. Because we're we're in, as long as the world is ruled by Esau, that's the way it comes to expression, but the redemptive vision, I it assume let be now, is that is that actually the the world is capable of so much more. Mm-hmm. As long as you're willing to take the chance and reach for it.
0: But 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 with respect to what you're saying right now, the the challenge here is uh, the lie. The of deception that's the big that's the big that's the big challenge which is
1: Yaku's but, but but again it's it's not like it's a, some some subtle like ooh let's see, from the from the moment he's born and they call him Yaakov cuz he's grabbing onto the heel of his brother insisting no really i should have been born first and 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 as ace says like you know we are like oh it's good they called him jacob cuz cuz is doesn't not just an is a heelist. It means to make the end run around to me send it to me twice you know um well
0: yeah when he says that, though, when he says that in the tent, when he says, "Oh, he did it to me twice." First time he bought out my birthright, so it's like, wait a minute. Well, that's that comfort to Yitzhak, but it doesn't. It doesn't. No, but it, it's you. like it's like, wait a minute. You didn't come here honestly either. Oh, you understand. sold it fair and but, square. But I don't even want to go
1: there. I want to go. Let's let's go full bore problematic, which is that that, that Yaakov until he wrestles with the angel and and God at least a, on a contingent basis, changes his name. Yaakov remains the person for whom the manifest nature of his behavior runs counter to the accepted truth. That is the manifest nature of his behavior. Why? Because whether he's aware of it or not, and why do I say that? Because in this case, it's Rivka, really, who understands the divine truth. That's, remember, mm-hmm. Rivka went to God. Don't fail to, to connect These two events. She went to God. God said, listen, this is the way it's going to be. Yitzchak didn't go to God and ask. Right. He said, I have two sons. I know exactly which one is is the important one. Rivka is the one who got the truth that sort of stands above the playing field in which Yitzchak has chosen to keep himself. She pushes things forward. And in that, Yaakov represents truth in the definition that truth is, is always adhering to God's intent whether it is reflected in the manifest existence or not. And that's what it means to be a Jew. We insist on God's truth, whether it is reflective of the manifest existence or not. And so sometimes we look like, I mean, you know what I'm thinking of? I'm thinking of the the Hasidic Jews walking through New York City, arguably one of the most modern cities in the world, right? In knickers, stockings, and from the 18th century polish attire what are they doing exactly what i just said in their own way they're cleaving to a truth which fails to find its expression in the manifest reality around them and they're in specific that's what makes them proud you just went completely dark i don't know if you're still there i see that your camera is off you're muted and, oh, he's back. Darn, I didn't even get a chance to say anything embarrassing or even s- slightly sort of, like, uh, controversial. Oh, look, he's back. Or, he'll never know what he's saying. No one tell him. Don't, don't tweet I, I'm, or, back.
0: I'm back. I was out for a second there. I had a little extra. It, it happens electrical.
1: to the best of us sometimes. That's right.
0: Moments. That's right. So, so the famous line there uh, in, this, in this awesome scene, in this awesome, awesome scene, which is, which is even, even, even if you allow yourself, you can even get scared of it. You can get scared of the scene, it's, it's um, chilling for sure, right? The, the, the famous line is, um, is, um, that when he says to him, um, he hears his voice and he and he says, um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it and he says, where is that? What are, you, what are you trying to find? Where is it? Where is the line? Hakol kol Yaakov. That's the what the, the uh, line I'm looking for. I'm looking for that line. Where is it? Oh, here it is. So it's uh, chapter twenty-seven, verse twenty-two. So so he so so Yaakov hmm. comes close to him. Yeah, and comes cl- close to Isaac, and he and he feels him. And he says, and he says, the voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Asaph Right. Uh, and that, that is a very, uh, I, to me, to we me, understand. actually, the way I understand it is that this is the essence of the blessing. The essence of a blessing is right here. This line, that's actually the blessing, which is you, you have the voice of Jacob, uh, but you have the hands of Asaph And that's what I've always wanted for you. To be able to have prayer and deep connection and deep thoughts, but I want you to have this worldly hands to be the able to do to stuff it in this in world. The world, right? Sure. And 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 so too, we learn about it in next week's Torah portion when 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 Jacob has a dream of the ladder, the ladder has its head up in heaven, but its feet on the ground. And that is it's the same exact parable, which is it's like you have great thoughts, but you got to know how to get stuff done in this world. So to me, that's the, the essential line of this whole thing, which is, you know, the, the voice is the voice of Jacob, but the hands are the hands of Asaph. And that's exactly uh, that's exactly what you got to get to in this world. Uh, and then and then J- Jacob finally receives this blessing Um and he leaves the tent, but he leaves the tent. The blessing that he gets is famously, and I think everybody points out to this, this is not the Abrahamic blessing. The Abrahamic blessing is the blessing of children and and of and of and of inheriting this land. Here, it's 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 more of a blessing of the field, which you one could could understand as the blessing that was meant to be for Asav, Uh, But it, when when he Jacob kind of walks out of the room, of comes in. And he figures out that his brothers tricked him now this, this kind of second time that he, that, he, that he bested him. And he lets out a great cry. cry. A great yeah. cry. Rav Mike, we, Bereshutcha, just one quick thought for you and you tell me what you think about this. I'm going to surprise sure. you with a thought here. I'm listening. Could, it, could it be that Asav that, that and Yaakov are actually a Gilgul, a reincarnation of Cain and Abel? Cain, uh, is a man of uh, the field, right? Uh, no, Cain K- is. Um, he's, a, uh, he's a farmer. Right, Cain is a farmer. I'm sorry, there's jets flying overhead right now. Sorry, lost my control. Uh, look, c- concentration. So you have the you have Cain as the farmer, uh, and Hevel is is the shepherd, right? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. One is a man of a field, and one is the man of uh, of shepherding. That's exactly like or similar to. Asav and and Yaakov, and um, in 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 that case, what happened was is that Cain, which is this more violent type one, kills Hevel, which is this more simple one. Uh, and here we're going to find out that Cain or or Asav would love to kill Hevel, which is Yaakov, but he's unable to do it. In that first story, what happened was is that Cain killed Hevel, and then the scream came out from the earth. The blood of Hevel screamed out to God. Here, right. Hevel Yaakov escapes the clutches of Asav and who ends up screaming, Asav or Kain, he's the one who lets out the big cry, but it's only fair because this time you didn't get to kill him.
1: Uh I mean, I, I think that the symmetry there is powerful, it's evocative. Um, I would also point out, I'll just I'll add a layer is that you know we often point out that the first murder is a is a is a fracture side. Right, right. They, which is very painful. It's like you would think, aside from the technical issue, that apparently there was nobody else in existence. But, but you would think that the first time somebody killed somebody else, it wouldn't be their brother, right? right. Although, in all honesty, those of us who have brothers understand <laughs> that, that 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 you know, family fights are always the most vicious.
0: Why did um, God put? Why did God make the world like that? Why 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 well, is there tension like that? You know, why I'm, why, I'm, why is that? Because Why is that?
1: Because the, the things that are closest to us are the ones we care about. Mm, mm. Right? It, it, you know, In the same way that that Jews in general are so fractious, right? Stiff necked and and uh, and prone to splitting with each other. It's because we care so much about what we believe. Right. We didn't care about what we believe. We say, oh fine, like, oh, you're do you. Like, that's just not the way the Jews in general do things. It's like we're quite committed to what we believe. Um, which has an upside and a downside, but here what I'm pointing out is that um, in in many ways, what you're looking at is is an incremental, tikkun, like a one step forward fixing. It's not like it's a vinyakov our hunky dory of Miran; they don't kill each other. And in that, we see an evolution, a spiritual evolution, that two paths which contradict don't need to negate. They can conflict and there's gonna be a generational problem, but one doesn't have to kill the other. Instead of a fratricide, we have a difficult story about the birthright and the blessing and that, but, but they're not killing each other. And and ultimately one sort of likes to believe that there's a reconciliation which lies ahead, as our sages promised us
0: and that reconciliation however is going to come through a long exile and then trying to come back to the land of Israel and it is Rivka who tells who tells jacob you got to run you got to run to a different land you got to run away from your ang- from the, from your brother's anger for what you did to him hey i thought it was your idea
1: what for what for, for what, what i told you to do him. To right <laughs> but she
0: says but she's what you did to him and she says it's going to be only a few days just a few days and and she's a she's a prophetess so when she says that it's like it's like, she's a great prophetess. Oh, and and so I bad. think, right. But I think really, I think, I think what she was really saying to the Jewish people is that when you come back uh, after 2000 years, it's all, it's all going to come right back to us. And, and, uh, and the Jewish people, it's going to be when, when Mashiach comes, when the, when the final redemption does come, it'll feel like nothing. It feel like we, we just, it was just the time of Abraham. And here we are again. Uh, and that's what she signals to him, but she tells him, it's time for you to run and that's exactly where we where we're going to leave it off uh, the run uh which which makes up uh, a lot of your show the 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 Jewish story podcast uh which is the the Jewish the, the Jewish history that starts from this uh trip uh Jacob's trip uh to Haran uh to uh, southern turkey there uh to find a wife until our day. that's right until very our, to our very day uh, Rav Mike Foyer, it's been an hour. I want to really thank you. It's late at night here in Neretz Israel. I want to thank you so much for being with me for Pasha Toldot. It is a very powerful Torah portion, and it's got a lot to, to. It's got a lot of secrets about about the reality of our life here today. So I want to yeah. thank you. I want to urge everybody to check out uh, your web pages. Uh, one is JewishStory.co and RevMikeFoyer.com. The Rav Mike, just Rav Mike.com. Mike. Mike. That's right. And people can email you. How, please. Uh, ralph mike foyer at gmail.com simple enough simple and awesome ralph mike foyer at gmail.com and that's also for spiritual counseling and and many good things uh everybody's saying good night steve says uh thank you uh Yisha and mike mashiach now coming from sima uh who also says shalom from istanbul that Not is cool before. that's the first that's the first Why that's the that's the first I, and I've been to Istanbul I was very lucky it's, and I was on the Bosphorus. I did it. I got to be there that was really neat uh and that's really crazy thank you so much Allison says uh, really good night, really good tonight thank you both uh boy everybody's everybody's uh chiming in right now and says thank you this was fascinating interesting much light thank you Denise or Dennis I never know the difference I'm not smart like that
1: uh it's Tima it's says
0: Denise, is that right? Okay, thank you for helping me. <laughs> it's, my, it's really me. It's me, not you. Believe me. Uh, Sima says, Noahide here. So, so we have a Noahide in, in Istanbul. God wow, blessed. that sounds like a song. That's awesome. Um, folks, if you want to um, uh, continue to support the show, it's very easy. I actually have a new portal, which I recommend, which is called buymeacoffee.com forward slash ishai. It's easy if you would buy me a cup of coffee, then, then go to buymeacoffee.com forward slash ishai. Is that simple and awesome? Sounds awesome. Ansible. There you go. Yeah, buy me a coffee slash Isha. It's just that simple. Uh, and it makes all the difference when you support shows like mine and, and Rev. Mike Foyer. We're doing our, our best to to send the light to the world. Uh, and thank you, Hashem, for the opportunity to talk your great Torah. And thank you for letting us scratch just the little a scratch uh, into the secrets of, of your uh, mighty wisdom that you brought into the world for us mere humans and Jewish people to, to to learn and to share with the world. Rav Mike Amen. Foyer, thank you, and God bless you. Continued success and continued health. Have a good night. Have a good waking up early. We know that you love to pray early in the morning as, as one is supposed to to wake up the sun and to and to praise God early in the morning to start the day right, and you're one of our models for that. So thank you very much, and, and have a good night. All right, good night. All right, that's it, folks. So that was Rev Mike Foyer, and uh, just lots of thanks to you guys. There's more comments coming in. Um, that's right. Sima says thank you Hashem, and 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 and, and Brian Feinstein says Yitzchak knew he who he was blessing. I am of that opinion as well, and yet the verses make it make it hard. Like like it seems like he did know. I think he did know, and yet the verses make it so it's a little bit hard to to uh, to know exactly. Once again, just let me put up that banner again, which is buymeacoffee.com forward slash yeshai. It's just that simple uh, to be part of uh, of the effort to 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 spread the light of Torah. God bless you, folks from Judea, from the land of Israel, close to Jerusalem and close to Hebron, and close to where King David was was born here uh, in Bethlehem. So and where Rachel is buried and where Ruth came to. To, to start the Davidic dynasty. God bless you folks all over the world. Lots of love, lots of blessings. Stay tuned, stay strong, stay connected, and may Hashem be with you in all of your pathways. And Shalom. All right, folks, you are listening to the Yeshai Fleischer Show, broadcasting live from Judea to the world. You're a part of it wherever you are. Shalom, and welcome back. And this is just uh, the last minutes here to say thank you so much to all the folks that make the show happen. From Ben Bresky to Tabitha to Moshe Herman to Lou and to Yocheved who put out the show and help it, uh, widely, make it widely available. Thank you so much. And thank you so much to Malka Fleischer who I'm going to bring back to the show next week. And she just helped me set up a new uh, way to to support the show. It's called buymeacoffee.com forward slash Yishai. It's just like if you would bump into me in the street, you'd probably buy me a coffee. So check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash Yishai. I want to also thank all of our sponsors, including JewishPress.com, that puts out our show every single week. I would sign up for their email, JewishPress.com. It's really worth it. It's a great email. And I want to thank the Land of Israel Network. Uh, TheLandOfIsraelNetwork.com has great broadcast, great shows. They really put out a wonderful product and many other shows along with mine. And I want to thank the Jewish community of Hebron uh, for being the sponsors of the show and letting me have a a great job to talk about the forefathers and mothers and talk about uh, rebuilding uh, Jewish life in Judea. What a schut, what a merit. So that's Jewish Community of Hebron and Hebron Fund, hebronfund.org. And uh, finally, of course, how could we forget our great sponsor, our beloved uh, Prohibition Pickle, Without prohibition pickle, where would Shabbos really be? And that's prohibition pickle. Check them out at Instagram and on Facebook. And they're making they're making they're making Shabbos delicious, and uh, they make my life a happier place. So check out prohibition pickle. Finally, check out the Torah. Uh, it's awesome uh, for this week. It's an amazing Torah portion, uh, and it's got a lot of secrets to share with us about about the life that we live. So lots of love and lots of blessings. Would love to hear from you myself. If you write me an email, it would be just great. Eshai, EshaiFleischer.com And it's just, um, it's that simple. I I put out, uh, I'll do a lot of work to communicate with you. You can do just a little bit of work to communicate with me and it'll give me a lot of joy. And I really appreciate it. So stay tuned, stay strong, stay connected. More great stuff is on the way on this network and Bichlau in this great world that Hashem has given us. God bless you and Shalom.
1: Hi, this is Eve Harrow, host of Rejuvenation on the Land of Israel Network. You can hear a new show from me every Sunday and every day of the week, shows from another one of my very talented fellow show hosts. Reach me, Eve, at thelandofisrael.com and keep listening, everybody. We love your feedback. The Land of Israel, coming at you every day, every week. That's the Land of Israel Network on thelandofisrael.com.